0: This is Barbara with "Can Canada Girl Speaks Podcast, my voice, your voice. Good evening, everybody. This is Barbara with the Canada Girl Speaks Podcast, and I am so excited to be recording on this evening. And um, I want to say, I always want to say thank you, always for supporting the Cannon Girl Speaks podcast, watching us on YouTube, and listening to us on um, any of the podcast um, sites. So um, to this evening, I have a special guest that uh, I'm going to let her introduce um, herself to you. But um, I want to say thank you for coming on. And so, um, without further ado, let us let me introduce you to Dr. Diane
1: Frost. I'm Diane Frost, the superintendent for Corsicana
0: ISD. Well, welcome, welcome, welcome. And I wanted to bring you on. I wanted to bring her on because um, um, we are leading up until um, the first. Uh, well, tomorrow um, will be the first day of school for Corsicana, but we are in the season of back to school. So, how, so I just wanted to bring on her, bring her on, and just talk about um, back to school and just you know getting our parents, getting the community into the the spirit of back to school, because we know um, when school starts, it's like busy, 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 especially right. <laughs> for parents, you know. And so, Dr. Frost, why don't you tell the listening audience a little bit about who Dr. Frost is?
1: Well, I, this is my 13th year as superintendent in Corsicana ISD. And um, I just love the city. I love the school district. And the students who are will be our seniors this year were my kindergartners
0: Oh wow! The first year that I yes. started,
1: so I've just been so fortunate to have you know great school board members like Miss Kelly, um, great staff. You know I've grown grown to know and love this town, and I've gotten to watch um, our students grow up. And this year we hired um, twenty two now of our graduates. Oh wow.
0: Wow. As
1: teachers in Corsicana. So that makes me really proud. That's what educators work for. So
0: how long so how long have you been in education?
1: Oh my goodness. Um over over thirty five years. Yeah. So a long she's time. got a lot of
0: experience. A <laughs> yes. lot of experience I started
1: as a teacher. Um, I taught English. And at the high school level, I taught special education classes Mm. and I was a principal and central office staff member, uh, interim superintendent, deputy superintendent. I have had a lot of different different types of education positions.
0: Yeah. So when she first came to Corsicana as the superintendent, she was actually the first female superintendent for our city. So that was a to me, that was very motivating for, you know, our young ladies, our women that, you know. Women can be leaders, you know. And so, um, you know, you having your, um, you know, being over 30-something years in education, do you see a lot of changes in education? I know um, technology is so, you know, I mean, it's out there, you know. Right. And so what what can you say has really changed over the years that you've been in education?
1: Technology Significantly, Um, we didn't have computers, certainly not cell phones. Yeah. And we um, have just really evolved. And I think it having the information at our fingertips has changed the way we think about learning and the way that we know that students learn. So we would take students to the library to do their research. And now all the research and the information that they need is sitting there. At their desk with them, either on a laptop or or they can look it up on their cell phones. Um, it's just completely changed the face of education, and it's it's so important now that students learn how to be wise consumers of information. Yeah. You know, before we tried to find that information, we documented where we found it and we tried to pull it together in a coherent way. And now it's so critical that our students learn just to be savvy about information. There's so much misinformation out there, and there's so much available at their fingertips that finding it is no longer the problem. Now it is filtering through and knowing what to believe and not believe and what to do with that once they have it.
0: So um, when you talk about the changes in education, you know, I've been, I've been kind of paying attention to, have you heard about the metaverse, you know, that, you know, where everything is like virtual, you know, and it's kind of like, oh my goodness. And so um, to me, a book in your hand is just just as valuable as just reading it or hearing it audible. You know, and so I know you said you were in English. And so how important is it for, you know, to retain some of that?
1: People like to learn in different ways. And I am now, I'm a a fan of having my books on my iPad and things like that. I didn't used to be. It was a little transition for me because I'm I'm just a reader. Mm -hmm. I want to have one book ready to go as soon as I finish the book I'm reading. But... For our students, it's just so um, it's organic for them. Yeah, it doesn't um, matter to them how they see it, and what I what I appreciate um, with the books is like if there's a a word that a student doesn't know the definition of, they can click on that and it takes them directly to knowing things. And again, that information is just there at their fingertips. So. Even though that you know, if you're sitting at the beach or you're on an airplane, you want to hold that book in your hand, and that's really important. Um, I think that we have to let our students learn how to learn how to learn in both in both ways, and we have to understand that people have different learning styles. And just yeah. like you like to hold a book, yeah. sometimes I do too. But we can learn every every way that the information's there.
0: So, what advice can you give young parents? Because you know, we have a lot of young parents, especially with literacy and um you know math you know new the new math you know so how what kind of what advice can you give our young parents especially those that are getting ready to start school the early you know childhood what is what's the important um What's, what's something important you want to say, say to them?
1: Get your get your kids to read. Read with your kids. Allow your kids to read to you. That's the most important thing that they do is read. And be very cautious about screen time. Yeah. Um, it's very concerning to me when I see students um, or children that can't, can't go to a restaurant, can't go to the grocery store without sitting and looking at something animated on a screen. Um, those are wonderful le- learning opportunities for parents to involve their children in conversations um, in and to teach math in a grocery store there's yeah. so many ways that you can that you can learn and it is very concerning to me for students to have so much screen time now and they can get into certainly things that are that parents don't want them yeah. to be seeing at a very early age I think that's very frightening.
0: So um, what's the future of education?
1: The future of education is um, going to be based in a technology world. Oh wow! When you look at that, um, our, you know, we had students who and teachers who were thrown into the online learning, and I think now we're in a time period where we see that as a combination of the two. I don't think. Anything can ever replace a teacher-student relationship and a teacher being in a classroom with a student. But that doesn't mean that's the only way that students can learn. Sometimes that's the best way that they can process and learn um, how to what to do with information. But students can learn from computers. And when that's handled the right way and with the right teachers, that's a very valuable
0: resource. What about um, careers? You know, as far as, you know, our careers, you know, when we – when we were um growing up we were like i want to be a teacher i want to be a firefighter so what what have you seen uh, what kind of careers have you seen that have evolved in education as far as teaching and the kids learning
1: there's so much out there now about coding. Yeah. That was a big, a big buzzword um, in the last several years. And that's critical because it's understanding the systems behind what we see on a computer. And that's going to be a critical piece of knowledge for students in the future. I don't think we even have the jobs existing that our students will be needing to be able to do. So what we do is teach them how to think, how to be creative, how to understand and problem solve. And those are the skills that they'll take out into the workforce. And that way, when those new jobs come down the pike, they're they're ready learners. They know how to learn how to do something new. And that's going to be just as important as some of those other um, skills that we spend a lot of time on.
0: So I'm a new, uh, so, so let's just say I'm a new parent. I'm, you know, my child's going to kindergarten for the first time. How can you calm my nerves as far as, you know, sa- we talk about safety and security. You know, we all want to, you know, address, address the elephant in the room. So um, how can you make parents feel, know that it's going to be safe, you know, wh- wh- whatever campus, whatever school district you go to, that how, how you know, the importance of it, it there is safety and security in the in the district, right. in the school. Of course, the ISD
1: has gone to great lengths. Yeah to make sure that our students are safe and our staff members are safe. Uh, One of the things are the weapon detectors and those are on all of our campuses now. We have police officers on all of our campuses, and it's interesting because our community knows we have that and expects that, but that's very unusual for school districts to have. Not very many districts have police officers on campus, and we do, and that's a critical piece because when something comes um, as a requirement that whether we put it in place or whether it's something that comes from the state, we have our officers who were there and able to, to carry that out. The most important thing that our officers do however is just to be present and to develop those relationships with our students i think that's that's just a critical piece of their job um it's it's important for them to walk the campus to check the doors to do all those police officer things but they're they're there and they're a calming presence and they develop those relationships and even help with leadership development in our students
0: so, what about parent involvement? How important? I mean, Coach Sardania was on last last, and he talked about how important parent involvement. So, say something is. a little bit about parent involvement. For
1: students to know that their parents have good relationships with their teachers and their administrators, and ongoing relationships, not just a come to be the teacher night, yeah. but that they're they're. Parents can call the teacher. The teacher will call them um, about day-to-day things. And just knowing that your parent cares about what's going on in your classroom is absolutely critical. And, you know, parents are busy. So having that um, time when a child comes home to say, you know, how was your day? Show me what you learned. Let's read, you know, a page, a chapter out of this book. You know, what did you do at school today? Just have that positive conversation with your student is really critical because it It helps the child know that my mom and my dad care about what happened at school and they're going to ask me about it. And they want they want to know those things.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Well, Dr. Frost, um, I really do appreciate you um, coming on and taking the time out to be on the podcast. Um, Is there anything you want to say to the parents, to those out in the out in the that are listening and those out in the listening audience? Anything else you want to say to them as they start the new school year?
1: just that we're so pleased and so excited to be starting a new school year. I have um, just felt a really great, a great vibe on campuses. You know how you can walk onto a campus, you can see the many students and parents who are coming to meet the teachers night, see their classrooms for the first time, they're so excited. And then it's also wonderful to see the teachers there and see how much they look forward to those students arriving tomorrow. So it's been a wonderful time, especially since the teachers have been back and we can't wait to get our students in our classrooms and um, just to see them in the hallway and see them learning.
0: Well, exciting times for our parents and our you know ministry. And our teachers. And so I'm I'm excited. So um I always give my guests an opportunity to give their shout outs. So anybody like to give the shout outs. So who would you like to give a shout out to?
1: I just want to give a shout out to our principals. They've worked so hard our teachers who've worked hard getting their classrooms ready and then yeah, you know, my family. You know, my yeah. family is probably my greatest support. My husband Ken and our daughters and son-in-law and I have three grandchildren yes, who are does. pretty wonderful. <laughs> so, all of my family is very special to me. Well,
0: well. She's um she's excited about the school year and I am too. And so I just want to say to everybody that has kids, grandkids, nieces, nephews that are getting ready to start school, y'all have a great school year. And like she said, parent involvement, you know, be involved with your kids' um, extracurricular activities, things they do in the classroom, because that does make a difference. And and I want to always say thank you for supporting the Canada Girl Speaks podcast. Thank you so much, Dr. Frost, for coming on to the Canada Girl Girl Speaks podcast. So with that being said, I want to say thank you. Have a great week and we'll see you soon. Thank you. This is a
1: Legacy Recording Studio production.